Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Today on Vitality Radio, I am very excited to present a show all about pain. Okay, without further ado, it is time for me to get a couple things off my chest. It is time for the morning rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Alrighty, so rant time. I had a gentleman come in. I was not planning to do this today, but it actually fits in so well with the show that I decided to do it. Just yesterday, he came into Vitality and he was talking to me. His story created this rant. Uh, he was buying an iron supplement, actually a couple different iron supplements, because the ones that we sell at Vitality don't upset his stomach and seem to be working. He said he used to have to get regular uh, infusions or even sometimes transfusions to get his iron levels up. And in the last year of using Blood Builder and uh, Floridix, uh, he has found he hasn't needed those and that they settle well in his stomach. So I was asking him for a little bit more detail and he says, you know, I um, got into a world of hurt because of chronic pain. And, and this is his story in a nutshell. And I hope I got all the details right. I scribbled them down as quickly as I could and asked him if I could talk about this on the air. And he said, absolutely, because he wants more people to know what he didn't know that got him into trouble. So he'd been using ibuprofen, the prescription strength, which is 800 milligrams, at the recommended dose three to four times a day for a few years. He ended up with severe stomach bleeding from ulcers. He lost so much weight that he had to be on a feeding tube for a couple of months just to gain 20 pounds to be strong enough for them to do life-saving surgery. You see, his ulcer had formed so much scar tissue that his stomach could no longer dump into the duodenum at the top of his intestinal tract. They did nine hours of surgery, ultimately removing half of his stomach and creating a new opening. He's had to take iron ever since just to prevent the need for infusions and transfusions. So he nearly died. It was a life-changing event, clearly. He was very passionate when he was telling me about it, and of course you would be, right? And I thought about that, and I knew what I was going to talk about today with natural pain relief, and I thought, you know, maybe we should go into this and just do this a little differently than what I was going to do and talk a little bit about what's called an NSAID. An NSAID would be ibuprofen, naproxen, sodium, there are quite a few uh, in that category. The one over the counter that doesn't really qualify is Tylenol or acetaminophen. Uh, and that we're going to talk about in just a minute. But there are also lots of prescriptions. So listen to the numbers. They are st- 
staggeringly high, if you ask me. More than 70 million NSAID prescriptions are written each year in America, and 30 billion, 30 billion with a B, over-the-counter NSAID tablets are sold annually. Now, if you ever shop at Costco, you know that uh, the Kirkland brand of ibuprofen is sold in a twin pack. And why wouldn't it be sold in a twin pack? There's only 500 tablets in the first bottle. <laughs> so you get 1,000 tablets. I don't know how much it is. It's cheap. All right. These little red tablets, and they seem so safe. Seem as safe as M&M's because they're selling them in as big a bag as M&M's, right? 1,000 tablets. And 30 billion of those are sold every year. It's estimated that somewhere between 5 and 10% of the adult population and approximately 14% of the elderly routinely use NSAIDs for pain control. Routinely, okay, on some sort of a regular basis. This multi-billion dollar industry, however, does not come without risk. NSAID-associated dyspepsia, or stomach upset, occurs in up to 50% of use users. Almost all patients who take the long-term NSAIDs, such as ibuprofen, will demonstrate sub-epithelial gastric hemorrhage. Almost all patients who take them long-term will demonstrate sub-epithelial gastric hemorrhage, okay? So, below the epithelial wall, uh, bleeding, scarring, stomach lesions, basically. And 8 to 20 percent more will have ulceration, which is just a more severe version of the same thing, and is, which is what this gentleman had who came to see me at Vitality yesterday. In addition, 3% of patients will develop serious gastrointestinal side effects, which result in more than 100,000 hospitalizations annually and an estimated 16,500 deaths at a cost of $1.5 billion annually in America. Indeed, NSAIDs are the most common cause of drug-related morbidity and mortality reported to the FDA and other regulatory agencies around the world. Now, of course, in America, this compares with the roughly 42 million deaths associated with opioids in 2016 and an estimated 49 million in 2017, as I discussed before. So, while NSAIDs aren't killing as many people as opioids, they are killing plenty, and it is something that I think needs to to be brought to your attention because now we have this opioid epidemic. It's in the news. We have this battle over medical marijuana. It's in the news. We know about these things. But did you know that 16,500 people at least are dying from just plain old pain relievers like Advil, ibuprofen? Well, I don't think a lot of people knew that. And guess what? It's not from overdose. It's from regular use, recommended use just over an extended period of time. According to the British Journal of General Practice, and this, this is really interesting stuff, and I found better information from the British Journal than any of the American journals, but the information applies uh, across the board. From the first day of use, all NSAIDs increase the risk of gastrointestinal bleeding, heart attack, and stroke. So don't think that just because you're someone who isn't using it daily that it's not a problem. From the first day of use, your risk increases of internal bleeding, heart attack, and stroke. NSAIDs affect the cardiovascular system, GI, renal, and respiratory systems. In patients taking prescription NSAIDs, 
and higher dose ibuprofen, side effects can cause an excess risk of seven to nine non-fatal and two fatal cardiovascular events for every thousand patients per year. Okay, so that's like nine to eleven-ish uh, events out of every thousand patients. That's not a small number. And all NSAIDs double the risk of hospitalization due to heart failure. All NSAIDs double the risk of hospitalization due to heart failure. In people 65 and older, the risk climbs dramatically. And in people 65 or older, the use climbs dramatically from 5 to 10% all the way up to 14%. NSAIDs used in patients over 65 years old more than doubles the risk of acute kidney injury in the next 30 days. In the next 30 days. It doesn't take that long. NSAIDs are also associated with a rise in type 2 diabetes, which is another epidemic in this country. Bleeding is the best known consequence of all types of NSAID use. NSAIDs increase the risk of a GI bleed by three to four times. Co-prescription of NSAIDs with steroids increase bleeding risk 12 times. Spirulonolactone, 11 times, and SSRIs, or antidepressants, 7 times. That means if you're taking Prozac and your doctor recommends 800 milligram ibuprofen, you've just increased your, in, your risk of internal bleeding by 7 times. GI bleeds while taking NSAIDs are more likely to be fatal because the mortality rate is 21%, whereas in patients not taking NSAIDs that still get GI bleeding, it is only 7%. So it's triple uh, the likelihood that you die from internal bleeding due to NSAIDs than any other cause. So the question that is stated in this report by the British Journal of General Practice is simply this. Well, what does a doctor do? Are there better options? And so they say for common musculoskeletal and osteoarthritic pains, uh, the primary use that most people use uh, NSAIDs for, the simplest and most effective way to reduce risk from NSAIDs is to avoid their use in older people and to prescribe an alternative whenever possible. What's recommended? Tylenol. But is that a better idea? Because each year, a substantial number of Americans experience intentional and unintentional Tylenol-associated overdoses that can result in serious morbidity and mortality. Analysis of national databases show that acetaminophen-associated overdoses account for over 50,000 emergency room visits, and 25,000 hospitalizations annually in America. Acetaminophen is the nation's leading cause of acute liver failure, more so than alcohol, according to data from an ongoing study funded by the National Institutes of Health. Analysis of national mortality files show that about 450 deaths occur each year. So the number is very low compared to that of ibuprofen of deaths, but hospitalizations, 25,000, emergency room visits, 50,000, that's not so good. And one of the big issues with acetaminophen is that you only have to take a little more than what is recommended to become liver toxic and actually create acute liver failure. So better option? I don't know. In fact, one doctor says that Tylenol, in his opinion, is the most dangerous drug ever created. It seems a little hyperbolic, but still interesting stuff. So uh, neither are great options. So what are the other options, according to the British uh, Journal that I'm quoting here? They also recommended NSAID topical creams uh, for older patients especially, or the use of opioids. Well, 
that's not a better option, right? Especially for long-term pain relief, because we recognize that they don't even work very well for long-term pain relief. My favorite part of the entire report, though, is this. Where an NSAID cannot be avoided, naproxen, so that's uh, a leave, together with a proton pump inhibitor, uh, in other words, something like Prilosec, is the least worst option. Now, I love, I don't, this is a British journal, and maybe they just say that differently, but I love that, is the least worst option. So, what does this mean to you? There are no good options. There are no good options. So, the least worst option is to recommend an NSAID, which we know is inherently dangerous, with a PPI, which we know increases the risk of death from all causes by 25%. I talked about that on a previous episode of Vitality Radio. Now, remember, if you're on a PPI, a proton pump inhibitor, your risk of death from all causes is increased by 25% after 10 years of use. So that's the least worst option. However, they say, even with a PPI, patients will remain at an increased risk of cardiovascular and kidney damage from NSAIDs. <laughs> the least worst option. So, yeah, we have a problem. We have a problem where opioid epidemic is crazy. I guess it's not an epidemic that 16,000 people are dying from prescription and non-prescription NSAIDs like ibuprofen. I don't know. Seems like a problem. We're giving Tylenol and ibuprofen to little children, even babies, to reduce fevers, which is a whole other story because a fever is a really good way for the body to fight off illness. So the question, and and I guess the end of the rant is this, if there are only least worst options available in medicine, should we not be talking about better options that maybe aren't even in that least worst category. And one of those better options, of course, is unavailable to Utahns, and that is medical marijuana. But there are some things that are available that are pretty amazing that are not just not least worst, but actually really good for you. Like, actually good for your health and relieve pain and inflammation as opposed to bad for your health and relieve pain and inflammation. And those are the things I'll talk about when I come back. I'm going to take one more break. When I come back, we're going to talk about the natural alternatives that are currently available and legal that nobody seems to oppose yet here in Utah. Thank goodness. Uh, When I come back, my name is Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blog or online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talk to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find 
just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email. Info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. All righty. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host. Each and every Saturday morning, I got about 15 minutes left to talk about pain relief. And I've ranted and ranted, raved a little bit, and ranted some more about the problems with modern medicine's approach to pain. And yet, pain is real. Pain is real, and if you have chronic pain, it is potentially debilitating. And it's, uh, it's, it's an awful thing I wouldn't wish on anybody. So are there things that you can do if, A, you don't want the side effects or the potential addictions or stomach bleeding and all the other things that come along with pharmaceuticals, or B, they simply don't work for you, which is also pretty common? And the answer is yes, there are some things available. First off, look into Proposition 2. Vote yes if you want medical marijuana as an option. There's no guarantee that it will work for you, but it works for a high percentage of people. It's incredibly safe by comparison to any of this other stuff, and it needs to quit being demonized by this old school line of thinking that it's somehow this dangerous, deadly drug when it's really just a plant from nature that was banned uh, by the Nixon administration because he was scared of hippies and anti-war people. That's really what it boils down to. If you read the history of it, it's disgusting, and it's political like everything else. Okay, so Vitality Radio always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. 107 South, 500 West is where you find us. You can call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And it is time to talk about the alternatives that I promised you when it comes to pain. So one thing that's going to sound maybe a little out there, but I promise you it's safe and it's really good for you and it's free. And there's evidence that proves that this actually works. If you have pain, chronic pain specifically, positive thinking and a gratitude journal can go a long ways to relieving it. Believe it or not, negative thinking creates inflammation in the body and positive thinking relieves it. There's actual clinical evidence that this is the case. It changes how things work with uh, pain uh, receptors, with hormones signaling and neurotransmitter signaling. Writing in your gratitude journal is a big deal. Every day, write one or two things that you're grateful for and try not to repeat because it starts to get harder. And that's the point. You'll find more things to be grateful for. You'll see less negativity in the world and you'll find more positivity. And that helps with chronic pain. It absolutely absolutely does. So does meditation. So do things like yoga. So there's a lot of things you can do like that. But how about supplementally? Well, there's a few things, and I, and I want to get this out of the way first. We, we talk about supplements sometimes in a way that, is, well, they're, they're expensive, or I have to take so many things. But here we are in this big conundrum, right? You have chronic pain, and you're tied to drugs that are potentially going to kill you, or don't work or don't work as well as you'd like them to or some combination of the things and sometimes we have to get a little aggressive on the natural side to fix this the first thing is look up a uh, something very useful online it's dr weil w-e-i-l his food his anti-inflammatory food pyramid 
it's excellent and it tells you the foods that reduce inflammation because just not eating sugar alone and i know i love sugar i promise is amazing for pain and inflammation so there are things you can do that way too but when it comes to supplements there are four simple things that i've found that people report on a regular basis are amazing for pain and one of them is a necessity it's omega-3 we have to have it we don't eat enough of it by and large in this country and it's important but if you're getting a fish oil at a grocery store or even a health food store that's just a basic run-of-the-mill fish oil you're missing out on the benefit because the research shows we need at least two to three thousand milligrams daily to really reap the rewards of omega-3 not two to three thousand milligrams of fish oil two to three thousand milligrams of omega-3 so look at the back of your bottle and look at that number where it says total omega-3. It should be on there. That's going to be your EPA, DHA in there. Those oils, if you're not getting at least two to 3,000 milligrams, you're not getting enough. There's one in particular I love simply because you can take two to three capsules a day, not six to 10, that will give you that dose. It's called Triple Omega, made by a company here in Utah called Nutrigold, and it's very economical and very effective to get your omega-3 up. And it by itself has plenty of clinical evidence that it reduces pain and inflammation, specifically in arthritic patients, because it also helps with lubrication of the joint. Okay, so the next thing, CBD. CBD, internally and externally. A lot of controversy with CBD back in the day. It's becoming a little more mainstream now. It's only been available for a few years. In fact, Vitality Nutrition was one of the first stores in Utah, if not the first, to bring it in. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, we have had some amazing results with it. Now, I'll be the first to tell you it does not work for everybody. But it works for a very high percentage of people that are dealing with this stuff. And it is not medical marijuana. In fact, it doesn't even come from marijuana. It comes from uh, hemp. And hemp is not the same. There are different varieties of hemp. This is industrial hemp, the same stuff they make rope and T-shirts out of. But CBD is incredibly effective at very low doses. And it works better in the presence of omega-3. So the combination is fantastic. If you're also concerned about things like anxiety, depression, insomnia, OCD, ADD, ADHD, all these things because it works with the central nervous system to provide balance and tone. It can be beneficial across the board for these types of issues. It is currently legal whether Proposition 2 passes or not, although we want to make things more fully legal when it comes to medical marijuana if we really want to pro provide the highest level of relief to the highest percentage of people. But CBD is amazing and it can be used externally and internally without all those nasty side effects of the NSAIDs, the opioids, no risk of addiction, and you cannot get high on CBD. You just can't. There's no, there's very, very little THC in there, which is the component of hemp that can make you high. You can't get there with CBD, so you don't have to worry about that or impaired driving or anything like that. Okay, the next item, and it's important, is something called turmeric. Now, you've heard of turmeric or curcumin, or curcumin, I should say. You heard a commercial coming into the break on something called curcumin. Well, turmeric is very interesting stuff because in India, it's been used as a primary spice in curries for thousands of years. It is delicious in curry. We know that, at least assuming you like Indian food, which I love. Uh, but aside from that, what are the benefits? The benefits are primarily in the anti-inflammatory realm. But one of the things I love about turmeric goes back to what I said about CBD and omega-3 in particular, is that the 
benefits are far reaching. Because if we go back to omega-3, I didn't even mention the mental health benefits of omega-3. It feeds the brain. 70% of the gray matter in the brain is made up of omega-3 fatty acids. And omega-3 fatty acids, when nourished in, when the proper levels are reached in the brain, your brain works better with all of those things I talked about. Uh, CBD potentially helping with OCD, ADD, bipolar, depression, anxiety, all those things because if we don't have the proper saturation levels in the brain of omega-3, the brain simply can't function as efficiently as it normally would. These are required nutrients to the brain. Well, turmeric is not a required nutrient, but I talk a lot about my vital five, the five things that I think everybody would benefit from. Digestive in enzymes, probiotics, vitamins and minerals, and of course, omega-3. Well, turmeric would have to be number six on my list. Why? Because the benefits are unbelievable. The negatives are none. But there is a specific type of turmeric that is truly amazing because it's about seven times as effective on average uh, than regular turmeric or turmeric with pepper extract. A lot of people say, well, if you get it with black pepper, it's a lot more effective. And there's pluses and minuses there. But we do know that, that Curamed, which is a brand name of BCM95, which comes from India, where they basically went back to the root itself. They didn't just extract the curcumin, which is what everybody else is doing. They extracted the curcumin, but then they preserved the volatile oils and put the volatile oils back into the capsule along with the curcuminoids. And what we find is that the effectiveness is about seven to eight times what it is with regular curcumin, which means that if you take this at even one a day of a good high potency of the Curamed product, it can be as effective as seven regular turmeric. And so it's kind of the same thing I talked about with omega-3. If you're not getting enough, you won't see the result. But if you get enough and you get the right kind, you can see a great result. And omega-3 with turmeric is more effective than turmeric by itself, of course, because when we have the omega-3 saturation, everything works better. I mean, really across the board, but especially when it comes to inflammation and pain. So if you're going to get turmeric, you're going to give this a shot. You need to use BCM95 or Curamed is the, the brand that uh, we have at Vitality Nutrition, and it absolutely is amazing stuff. I use it myself, and I love it. And that with CBD, with omega-3, they all stack. They stack very effectively on one another. And guess what? Turmeric prevents most of the things that NSAIDs cause. It prevents stomach ulceration. It prevents liver damage uh, that can happen with Tylenol. It prevents kidney damage that can happen with both Tylenol and uh, NSAIDs and ibuprofen, things like that. It is truly amazing stuff. There's even quite a bit of clinical research showing that it can prevent certain types of cancer. It is a truly wonder herb that is legal and safe and effective, and people get great results with it all the time. And then the last one I'm going to mention, specifically if you're dealing with joint issues and joint pain, is something called Baxil, B-A-X-Y-L. Baxil is amazing. Two clinical trials with human subjects with knee pain specifically used Baxil and reported an 84% reduction, or sorry, 84% of the people reported a significant reduction in pain and a significant increase in mobility 
in just 30 days. Why? Because it gets ahead of all of that stuff. It gets ahead of pain. It gets ahead of inflammation by lubricating and cushioning the joint. You see, Baxil is made of something called hyaluronin. Hyaluronin is a substance that creates hyaluronic acid, which is the primary substance that creates synovial fluid. It's what our eyes float in, and it's what allows the joints to move freely without friction. And when our joints are no longer moving freely without friction, we have joint pain, discomfort, and inflammation. It is usually, at least partially, because there is not enough hyaluronic acid there anymore. As we age, we produce less, like most other things. As we deteriorate the joints through excessive exercise or injury or whatever uh, is happening, Baxil uh, helps to replace that in a way that regular hyaluronic acid can't. It's a liquid that has virtually no flavor. You do it a couple times a day, and it is amazing because it prevents the inflammation from occurring in the first place and, again, stacks very beautifully with any of these other things to help with pain. If you want comprehensive pain relief from a natural source, it is available right now and works very, very well for most people. If you want the option of medical marijuana, look into Proposition 2, particularly the rebuttal that was prepared by uh, Libertas, or <laughs> I hope I'm saying that, Libertas, Utah. I'll post it on my Facebook page after the show. Okay, I have about two minutes left, and I want to go back to something because I touched on it quickly because I thought I was going to run out of time, but I'm going to touch on it more deeply now, and that is the power of positive thinking. When you are in chronic pain... I imagine I've been in chronic pain, I guess you could call it short-term chronic pain for you know weeks at a time from injuries and things like that, never months and years at a time like some of you out there. But when you're in that pain, it's very hard to be positive. It's very easy to be negative. You have to flip the script because positive thinking introducing a gratitude journal in your life, writing things down every single day that you actually don't just think of, don't just pray about, but actually write down, put pen to paper and put them down in a journal and think about those things that you're grateful for. There is power in that. There is power to heal. There is power to actually reduce pain and inflammation. And that is clinically proven. It's not just hokey voodoo hippie stuff. This is real. If we think positively, if we increase our gratitude, we feel better, period. It absolutely works, and it is the first thing you should try. The second thing, again, omega-3 to make sure you've got that critical element that we have to have, and then those other things that I mentioned are useful, very, very useful as well. Okay, I'm going to have to go. It's been another great show. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody and come visit us at Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful, 107 South, 500 West. You can call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. My name's Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.